Hello and welcome to episode 195 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, we are talking about holiday weight creep. This is the phenomenon where each holiday season, we put on a little bit more weight and over time, this adds up to us weighing more. How do we prevent this? That's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give you a big full toolbox full of tools you can pull on to help you navigate the holiday season, feeling empowered, not having added weight come on, and if you would like, possibly even losing weight. Before we jump into the episode, reminder, for the very first time, I am offering a Black Friday deal and it is a biggie. I'm offering 50% off my four-week course, Fitter by the Day, which means you can work with me for four weeks for just $64.50. If you're not clear exactly what Fitter by the Day is, it is a self-paced four-week health protocol for daily mind and body training. It guides you step-by-step through how to keep daily promises that you make with yourself to move your body, eat more protein, and practice mindfulness with your food. If you've had problems sticking with your health goals this year, Fitter by the Day was made for you. You can literally transform your relationship with food and exercise in just four weeks. You're going to be able to start this whenever you're ready, whether you want to jump right in as soon as you get your hands on it on Black Friday, or you want to tuck it away and wait till the new year, you will have either option. I do think it is a great fit for the holiday season when you are busy and can be a great tool in helping combat this holiday weight creep. If you want to make sure that you get the code to get 50% off so that you can get fitter by the day for just $64.50, make sure you are on my mailing list. I'm going to put the link here in the show notes. You can also just go to kimschlagfitness.com and get on the list that says like, hey, let's keep in touch. You can get on there. All right, let's jump into this episode. Hello, hello, friend. We are one week out from the start of the holiday season here in the States, and I am so, so ready for it. I'm all decked out for Turkey Day. I am firmly of the opinion that in my home, we do not start Christmasing until after dessert has been served on Thanksgiving. Like That is a hard rule here. We eat pie, and then on goes the Christmas music, and out come the decorations. When If we're not too tired, maybe we'll eat on the decorations, but they're allowed to come out after the pie. Gotta respect the bird here in the Schlag house. Now, no shade to you if you've been celebrating for weeks already. Whatever brings you joy. I want more of it for you. Go to light another Christmas candle. If you're already into the celebrating, go for it. Here in the Schlag house, we are switching up a few things this Thanksgiving. Actually, there are going to be two big shifts. Shift one, my friend just bought a smoker, a meat smoker. He smoked a bunch of meat for us a few weeks ago, all different kinds of meat. There was pork, sausage, ribs, but hands down, my favorite was the smoked turkey. It was so hands down the best turkey I've ever tasted, like literally the best turkey I've ever tasted. He has agreed to smoke her turkey this year. So this is going to be the first year since like, I don't even know when, like first year since like 2010 that I haven't spent Thanksgiving morning prepping the bird. I have a big process I do. I I like Thanksgiving turkey. It's never my favorite. Like I want all the sides, but you have to have the bird, right? And so I've worked to find the best recipe I can. And like I have a certain process for what I do to the outside and what I stuff it with to make it nice and tender. And so I do like my turkey, 
but I love the smoked turkey, like love it. So he's going to be smoking our turkey. So all I have to do is like bring him the turkey the day before, just around the corner from me, and then pick it up once he's cooked it for us when we're ready to eat. And this actually frees me up for the second big, big change here in my house this year. The schlogs, I got alarms going off here. The schlogs are going to be a run a 5K on Thanksgiving family this year. Run a 5K on Thanksgiving. Uh, that is not something I ever predicted happening. All five of us, plus my bonus schlog, that's my son's oldest girlfriend. So all six of us are going to run our local YMCA's gobble wobble. Literally never would have thought that this would be my life. <laughs> I'm much more like make the turkey and sit and watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I love that parade. I am going to miss it because I'm going to be out running, but I'm very excited about this, about this new change in our house this year. Now, as I've been prepping for the holiday, I have started my grocery shopping. I have been thinking about you. Those of you who are in a weight loss phase or you're going through your first holiday season, actively maintaining your weight for the first time have been on my mind. I've been hearing about you in the DMs. You've been reaching out to me to talk about, you know, your your anxiety about navigating the holidays. And so I want to talk about that today. I want to help you feel ready to enjoy the holidays while staying in alignment with your goals and your values. A lot of coaches share posts at this time of year that express the sentiment that, excuse me, by the way, I have a terrible chest cold. I'm going to try and get through this without coughing too much, but um, sometimes I'm going to just cough or if I sound really funny. Or actually, you might think I sound like I have this like deep, sexy voice. It does sound like deep and sexy until I start on a coughing jag. <laughs> and then and it's far less sexy. Um, I'm going to try and turn and cough away from the microphone. So give me a little bit of grace there. If There's a little bit of downtime for my coughing. <clears throat> okay. So as I was saying, a lot of coaches share posts about that this time of year. It's not how you eat between Thanksgiving and New Year's that's going to determine your success. It's how you eat between New Year's and Thanksgiving. And to be fair, in the past, I too have held that viewpoint and shared this kind of post. But there is actually research that reports that 51% of yearly weight gain occurs during the holiday season. 51% of weight gain occurring during the holiday season. So we see this kind of like shift in our weight. The gains are not huge that are reported in these studies. They are larger in those who have obesity. But holiday weight gain can definitely be considered a potentially important contributor to overall excess weight gain. So we don't want to kind of have this creep each year of a couple of pounds during the holiday season. And I'm not trying to say that you're destined to gain weight this holiday season. Obviously, that is not the point. And there are, in fact, strategies you can use to maintain your weight over the festive season. And that's where I want to spend most of our time today is talking about these strategies. I want you to have an array of tools in your toolbox that you can choose from. This is a really good plan to have a whole bunch of possible tools. And then you choose the particular tool that's going to work well for you. And likely it will be some combination of these tools that will help you. Now, the first one I'm going to mention, I highly suggest you use. One, this is a tool that has been shown has quite a bit of evidence supporting its effectiveness year round at preventing weight gain and helping with weight loss. And that is daily weight monitoring. So I'm talking about getting on that scale. Now I have talked at length here on the podcast about how to use the scale in a way that's supportive of your progress 
and that is not detrimental to your mental and emotional health. So I'm not going to go into detail here about that, but I am going to link to those episodes in the show notes and suggest that you consider beginning to weigh daily or continuing to weigh daily in the mornings over the holidays. All right. In addition to that strategy, here are a bunch of other strategies to get familiar with and to have it the ready for you to use. First up is making proactive choices about which holiday foods are worth eating to you and then skipping items that aren't special enough or important enough to you. For me, homemade Christmas cookies, they're most likely going to be worth it. Particularly my favorites are the butter spritz cookies. Those are the ones that you make with, um, it's like a gun. It's hollow. It's like a tube and you press this delicious buttery dough into it. And then you put a little shape plate at the end, um, like a little template. And it might be a, a Christmas tree or a star. And then you press down on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? And it makes these little tiny buttery shapes. Wow, do I love those. Those are probably my top, top cookie. Close behind that are peanut butter blossoms. Some people call them other things. My one friend calls them Cyclops cookies because I suppose the Hershey Kiss is supposed to be the eye. But you know what I'm talking about. It's a peanut butter cookie with a Hershey Kiss on top. Love those. Those to me would be worth it items. What would not make my worth it list would be things like store-bought cookies. Like never worth it for me. Like 99.9% of the time, store-bought cookie, not going to be worth it for me. A lot of appetizers at parties for me are just not worth it. I do have a couple of favorite appetizers for the holiday season that are definite, like, ooh, that's worth it for me. My very favorite Thanksgiving appetizer, I do a, a wheel of brie that I smother in this brown sugar pecan glaze. It's got like heavy cream, pecans brown sugar, and then you pour this hot mixture over the brie, and then you eat it with like a baguette. Oh my gosh, that to me is a worth it food for sure. And then my favorite Christmas Eve appetizer, my husband makes homemade Maryland crab dip. He's from the Eastern Shore of Maryland. So anything with crab, they make really well there. And we also eat that with baguettes. A lot of things that we eat with baguettes. Those are like, ooh, those are worth it to me in my book. To you, you might be like, none of that sounds good, but here are some things that are worth it to me. Give some thought and decide ahead of time, what are the foods to you that are worth it and what are not worth it? And then focus on, you know, using your calories that you have available on those worth it foods and just skipping the ones that are not important, uh, special or worth it to you. Another strategy to have in your toolbox is practicing mindful eating strategies. These are things such as Stopping eating when you feel satisfied, eating slowly, eating your food seated and plated. I had not intended to mention this, but I am going to mention it because it's just it's just so worth mentioning. The Black Friday deal that I'm doing on Fitter by the Day, we tackle this in one of those modules. I have an entire tool that helps you practice these strategies in a really proactive way. So if you're like, wow, I just can't even imagine like eating my food seated and plated. I don't even know what it feels like to feel satisfied. Jump into that Black Friday deal. You can get that entire four-week course for only $64.50. It's going to be available from Black Friday through, um, I'm not sure which day, maybe Sunday or Cyber Monday. Uh, But definitely, if you're not on my email list, you're going to want to get on that. I'll put the link in the show notes here. I'm going to be sending out the code for that Black Friday deal. That's 50% off that course. can really help you with this mindful eating massively helpful strategy year round, 
helpful for weight loss, helpful for weight maintenance in the long term, and very helpful at the holiday season. If you did nothing else on a holiday to you know navigate eating an appropriate amount of calories, except for mindful eating, you could still be wildly successful at maintaining your weight. All right, next tool in your toolbox that you might want to consider is minimizing the amount of time that you have highly palatable foods in the house. So for example, if you traditionally start baking on December 1st, can you hold off till the 14th, the 18th? Less time with those calorie dense foods that you may need more energy to be moderate with that can be really helpful. You know, reducing that friction by just not having them around as long, having them around for a shorter period of time can be a really powerful strategy. Next tool to consider having in your toolbox is skipping or reducing your alcoholic beverage intake. Consider limiting that to two alcoholic beverages per week maximum. And if you're like, whoa, that feels impossible for you, that might be a sign that this is even more worthy of considering to have a goal for you to shoot for. Give that some thought, skipping or reducing alcoholic beverage intake. All right, next tool is to focus on non-food elements of the holiday season. What do you love about the holiday season that has nothing to do with food? For me on Thanksgiving, the Macy's Parade which this year will be substituted <laughs> with a fun run. I'm very excited about, I don't know why it's called a fun run, uh, 5K run, uh, the gobble wobble run. The other thing for me that is just not at all related to food, even on like a food-centric holiday like Thanksgiving, for me, it's the minute to win it games we do in my house. I come up with them every year. I come up with just like a bunch of absolutely like nutso games for us to compete in. I find them on like TikTok and Instagram. I Google them, come up with just like, crazy games for us. And then we compete in those. It's a highlight of the day for me. I think it's a highlight of the day for everyone else. They do feel like they're having fun. I don't think they're just pretending. Uh, we do that same thing on Christmas Eve. We have a whole bunch of fun Christmas Eve games. We do a white elephant gift. That's always a real highlight of the evening. We do a Christmas nativity. We used to do that with the kids dressing up in costumes. As they've gotten older, we've switched to more narrating the Christmas story and then each person placing the character that they've selected into my giant nativity set at when their character comes up in the story. And this is a massive highlight for me. Again, that has nothing to do with food. Things like driving around and looking at lights on Christmas Eve after the guests have left. I love that part of our holiday. We do group Christmas pajamas. We do special Christmas ornaments that represent something that the person accomplished or just brought them joy that year. There are so many options to focus on that aren't food focused for both Christmas as well as um, Thanksgiving. We haven't even talked about New Year's or Hanukkah, but there are definitely things you can come up with that are not food centric that you can really look forward that really help you um, just be such a part of the holiday season, but don't involve food. All right, next tool in your toolbox to consider is decreasing the amount of time you're sitting each day. Get up. This is a great time to use those movement snacks. You've heard me talk about this on Instagram. I've sent emails around about this concept. This is not a term. I kept getting messages. People thought I seemed to make up this idea, this term of exercise snacks, movement snacks. I did not. That is an actual term in the scientific literature. Um, it's the idea that you have these 
short bursts throughout the day where you get some kind of movement in, get some kind of exercise in. And these can be a really great way to have that total time where you're moving, where you're exercising add up. So consider doing that, especially if you're somebody who gets really busy during the holiday season, whether it's because of you know, holiday plans, whether it's because you're hosting, whether it's because you have a particular busy season at work or you're volunteering more, consider um, instituting movement snacks, exercise snacks throughout the day. This can literally be walking breaks. This could be something um, like push-ups. It could be something like body weight squats, just doing something to move your body in short increments throughout your day. Next tool to consider having in your toolbox is to pack healthy snacks while traveling. Airplanes and cars do not have to equal candy and chips, especially on your way to Christmas or Thanksgiving food fests, right? You're going to go there and have amazing food. You're going to go there and have more food than usual. So this could be a time to dial back those like airplane and car type snacks. Can you bring along your regular snacks? Can you bring along yogurt, fruit, a protein bar, a protein shake? Can you pack yourself uh, the salad you like or the sandwich you like? Think about doing those things versus having um, those typical road trip type snacks. Another tool for your toolbox to consider is adding more activity into your routine. You could do this as a family, you know, like in terms of like a family walk after Thanksgiving dinner, going for an ice skating outing, walking around, seeing the Christmas lights after dark in the evening. You could, this could also be something you do alone. You could have some, you know, more movement time in the early morning or an evening exercise session, or just a walk that you take at night to see the Christmas lights. I do this a lot. You see me do it on my, my Instagram stories at the holiday season. I'll purposely go out for a walk after dark and walk around the neighborhood and look at the lights. Sometimes I'll take one of the dogs with me. So that's another tool in your toolbox for navigating the holiday season without having this weight creep. Another one is maintaining the exercise routine that you're already doing, not just giving up because you're busy over the holiday season and thinking like, ooh, I'll get back to that in January, can really help with not having that weight creep to keep your exercise routine going, which isn't to say it has to be exactly as you've done it the rest of the year. You can adjust to fit into your busier holiday schedule. In my Fitter After 40 alumni group that I run, it's called the Aging Stronger Society, in the month of December, I offer a two-day resistance training program. Usually we just have either a three-day option or a four-day option, but over the busy holiday season, I do offer a two-day option. So you could do something like this as well, but continuing some sort of your exercise routine, some variation of it. Now that's a lot of tools. You do not have to use all of those tools. Use whichever seems best suited to you in your personal situation. Most likely it will be some combination of these that will go really far in helping you keep unwanted holiday weight gain at bay. Now, besides getting yourself this nice full toolbox of strategies, it will also benefit you to give some added attention to a few other things that I want to discuss now. The first is your expectations. You want to get clear on what your expectations are for the next next month in terms of your goal. So is your goal going to be weight loss? Is your goal going to be weight maintenance? Those are very different. So you want to get clear what is the goal. You also want to get clear on what your holiday plans are. How much time are you going to be out of town? How many activities are you going to? How many parties are you going to? And then you want to consider whether your goal 
and your plan are in alignment. If you really want to have the next five and a half weeks result in weight loss, that can absolutely happen. I lost five pounds last December. I did it very publicly on Instagram. It can seem like the whole holiday season is a wash when it comes to weight loss, but when you actually sit down and calculate how many days or even just single meals of days are going to be more calorie-laden than usual, you might find, as I did, that it's not nearly as many as you think. For me last year, it was Thanksgiving Eve, also known as pie night in my friend group, Thanksgiving Day, we have a cookie exchange party that I host, I have another holiday party I host, of course we have Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So for me, only Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, those were my only untracked days, like fully like not even paying attention to calories at all. Just those couple. That's four days in five weeks. The other ones were like single event. And so for me, a weight loss phase was absolutely possible. So those other days for me were either days I tracked and still I did a deficit or days I tracked and were purposely at maintenance. This is an exercise I suggest you do ahead of time. Okay, plan ahead, look and see how many holidays do I celebrate? How many parties am I going to hosting? How much am I traveling? You might find that you have a solid two to three weeks out of the five weeks of the holiday season that you can easily eat in a deficit. Or maybe you travel more than I do or celebrate more and you realize that active maintenance would actually be a better fit. Maybe you're thinking deficit, but then you look and you're like, wow, this is actually a whole lot more days than I thought. And so actively choosing maintenance could be a better fit for you. In either case, proactive decision-making here and goal-setting here are going to help you feel empowered and successful. And the second thing I would like you to give some added attention to is the faulty thinking pattern that is polarized thinking. This is often called black and white thinking or all or nothing thinking. And this is another topic that I cover frequently in my content because it is such a pervasive hurdle. I think it bears special mention at the holiday season. It is really easy to default to the, well, I'm eating cookies and cheesy dip and drinking wine tonight. So what does it matter what I do at breakfast and lunch, right? It's really easy to default to that kind of black and white thinking. Take a beat and consider, is that how you approach other areas of your life? Do you do that financially? Well, December is going to be an especially expensive month. What with all those presents and the entertaining costs. So it really doesn't matter how much I spend on every suggested item on the TikTok shop. Wow, are they hitting you hard with ads? They're hitting me hard with ads. Everything on TikTok wants me to buy something cool. Would you ever think like, eh, I'm already spending so much money on presents and entertaining. It doesn't matter how much I spend on TikTok shop. Just going to keep cha-ching, cha-ching. Of course not. Like nobody thinks that way. In fact, the opposite. You might think like, wow, like I'm spending so much money on entertaining and presents. Like I should really get a tighter grip on how much I'm spending just kind of frivolously. Do you do that black and white kind of thinking in, far, in terms of your parenting? Do you? Do you? Imagine this. Your kids, you find out that your kid has not done their homework for the last five days. You get a note from the teacher, you get a call home, no homework turned in the last five days. Would you ever be like, well, there's no sense doing tonight's homework. You already missed five days. Just skip it. Absolutely not. Right? Can you imagine a world that you would say that? You just wouldn't. Have your antenna up for this kind of black and white thinking around food and exercise during the holidays and be prepared to challenge those thoughts. You could say something like, ah, 
my brain is telling me that it's Friday morning and I haven't worked out all week. So a 20 minute walk is pointless. That's what my brain is telling me. And then you could say, you know what? I'm going to choose something over nothing. Um, I know I'm going to feel good during my walk. I'm going to feel good after my walk. I know I'm more focused at work when I get outside. The sunshine improves my mood. Like something is good. I'm going to actively choose to do something. So really pay attention for that black and white thinking and then talk back to it. Then I'm going to offer you just one final tool for you to navigate weight loss or weight maintenance, keep that weight creep at bay during the holidays. And that tool is nightly reflection. This is such an overlooked tool for success. There is so much progress you can make as you spend just two or three minutes reflecting on how your daily behaviors went. What went well? How can you repeat that or do more of that tomorrow? What hurdles did you face? How could you navigate those hurdles if and when they present themselves again? Using hindsight, the benefit of hindsight, how could you approach those hurdles to be successful with them tomorrow or the next day? This is something we do in Fitter After 40. This is something we do in the alumni group, the Aging Stronger Society. And it's a practice I highly recommend you start doing, especially during this holiday season, but really year round. All right. That is what I have for you today. Now, we're still going to meet again here on the podcast one more time before Thanksgiving. So I'm not going to wish you a happy holiday quite yet. I will wish you happy prepping. Uh, do not forget to defrost your turkey. You need a whole day in the fridge for every four pounds. So that's going to be this weekend for anything over 16 pounds, my friend. Got to get that turkey out, get it in the fridge to start defrosting so you don't end up with a frozen pile of ice <laughs> come next Tuesday or Wednesday, even Monday. All right, friend, I'm going to catch you next week. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I hope you found it motivational, inspirational, educational, organizational. If you did find value in this episode today, it would mean a great deal to me if you would leave a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to this episode on. It really does help to get this podcast in front of other people. Thanks so much for being here. Mm-hmm.